¿Qué onda, mi gente? It is your boy Luis Martinez, a.k.a. at Big Chief Burrito. And this episode of Mi Gente Show is titled, Go Watch Blue Beetle in Theaters. Sofia and Rosa from the Daily Chela and I talk about Blue Beetle. Rosa gives us her review. And we talk about how important the film is as being one of the first Latino superhero movies um, that's doing good despite the fact that there's a strike going on and none of the stars who are incredibly charismatic can go out and promote the film. The fact that we had a hurricane slash earthquake in Southern California um, and that it got very little marketing and advertising. So it's very important that you guys go watch the movie. Rosa gives a review. We gave away a bunch of tickets. So by the time you hear this, we're going to take 10 people to go watch the movie with Sofia and I in San Diego. So it was a cool little podcast. We also talk about um, Hulu's This Fool, which season two is out now. Please go watch that. If you also subscribe, you can go listen to the Chris Estrada episode that we had, who is the creator of the show. Season two is friggin' awesome. Go watch it. Go stream it. We have to continue to support these projects. And Rosa talks a little bit about other films that are coming out right now. Uh, her review was uh, featured in, in in a trailer for an upcoming movie. Uh, Miguel Wants to Fight is another movie that's on Hulu that's really underrated that you should go watch. And then we dove into some chisme. Uh, we talked a lot of relationship stuff. Uh, we did Nonamis Way. And we basically talked about a lot of topics that are happening on going now so it is a really cool episode uh rosa joined us we had a lot of interaction with uh, with our crowd because we were giving away tickets so it was a very fun show um hopefully you guys go watch blue beetle go watch this fool on hulu and support latino excellence in movies tvs you know podcasts and all that good stuff thanks for listening thanks for watching thanks for sharing thanks for subscribing Thanks for rating. Thanks for following. We love you all. We do this for you. We're going to keep creating content, talking cheese med, doing interviews and all that good stuff. So thanks for hanging with us. And as always, enjoy the pod. What is up, mi gente? It is your boy, Luis Martinez, a.k.a. Big Chief Burrito, along with my co-host, Sofia Carrillo, at Sofia Car underscore. How you doing, Sofia? Doing good. How are you? Live and alive on a Tuesday? Yes, sir. Mi gente show, live from San Diego, California, post-hurricane. Oh, Yeah. (laughs) post the hurricane that wasn't or that yeah, was yeah that was it was a kind of a disappointment i mean i'm happy about it but yes, it was a drizzle Twas the drizzle uh but i mean it was a long drizzle it was a very long drizzle it was, it, was a long, it was a long drizzle um and um there were some scary winds at night it was it was like it was howling it was out there it was a lot windier than it normally gets here in san diego that, yeah that's true that's true yeah and um we're you know, we, we will rebuild, as they say. <laughs> we will rebuild, yep. Will. And then there was an earthquake, too, so it was a hurricane. It was a hurricane, yeah. It was, it was happening all over the place. Um, but we are back. Um, 
And we have a special show this week. We're going to be doing a giveaway this week where we're going to be doing uh, a Mi Gente Show movie night. Yes, Blue Beetle. Movie night. Next Tuesday, no show, no live show. We're going to be at the theater. We're doing it on a Tuesday because the tickets are cheaper, obviously. Yep. (laughs) But we will invite uh, several people uh, from the audience. If you're local to San Diego, this is kind of a two-tiered thing. Uh-huh. I'm going to be giving away some free tickets, uh, depending on how many people tune in. I'll be giving away some free tickets to people in wherever they're tuning in from. So if you win the tickets and you are in Iowa or New York or wherever, all you got to do is uh, show me that you bought the Blue Beetle, Blue Beetle tickets and I will Venmo you or cash app you the, the, the cost. I'm going to be get because I want to support. So we'll give away a couple of tickets worldwide, nationwide for people that want to go support the movie. And then here in San Diego, mm-hmm. if you want to come out to watch the movies with myself and Sofia next week, we'll do a Mi Gente movie show. And we're going to buy out uh, probably a row uh, of tickets or as many as, you know, it depends all on all in on a budget. I'm wasting my whole uh all the money I made on my karaoke gig last night on this uh, on this promotion, you know. So, whoa, okay, hey, 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 you know, hey, hey, I uh, you got to put your money where your mouth is sometimes for uh, for uh, if you want to support stuff that 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 that's important to us, right? Yeah, we keep saying that we got to support Latino creators, and you know what? This promotion it's the best way. We got a whole row, Sophia will be sneaking in tacos for everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's let's jump into any uh, personal news, and then we'll get going. Rosa Parra is going to join us here in a little bit. We'll 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 we'll, we'll talk with her about her review of Blue Beetle. And I'm nervous though because I I want to. I almost wish where I would have seen it already and then had Rosa on because I want to know what she's talking about. I'm just going to be like, hmm, really? I'll keep an eye out on that. Yeah, no, I, I was thinking like it would be cool to 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 have seen it already, but there was a fucking hurricane this weekend. Yeah. So it was kind of hard to to really like you know what I mean? Like to start to do it that way. Yeah. Ooh, Karina's here. Oh no, Karina's here. She went. I out. know that's a oh no, because she never loses. <laughs> she never she absolutely is gonna go. She absolutely she's, is gonna. Go. She's definitely coming. I'll see you next Tuesday, Karina. Karina, we'll see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So it'll be uh. It'll be a fun evening. Uh. We'll be hanging out. We'll we'll watch the movie together. Maybe we'll do some live stuff there from the, from the from the hood. Oh, and uh, we'll go. We'll go from there. But um. So yeah. If you want to get entered into the movie tickets, you absolutely will win. Hit uh, hashtag Mi Gente Movie Night and uh, just type that into the comment section and uh, that'll and then I have the giveaway tool set up um, and then we'll we'll do that towards the middle of the show. We'll, we'll get that going. Maybe when uh, after we talk with Rosa about the movie to hype everybody up, mm-hmm. we'll start giving away tickets to the show. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to be. Uh, blasting that that link out right now for everybody that might be around um so yeah let's let's get into uh what everybody's doing today what uh any personal news sophia yeah, i know you started a new job are you starting a new job um it's really fun it's awesome it's a career it's it's nerve-wracking because it's a career change career shift per se 
but um no it's a lot it's a lot of fun um i'm definitely working with the correct population um which are you know basically foreigners travelers learners it's great my people so yeah it's exciting um back being back at a nine to five not so exciting turns out not great (laughs) my sleeping schedule is terrible i am exhausted but you know yeah i'm very happy though that i'm doing something that i like so that's pretty cool other than that, my niece started potty training and she succeeded. She peed and pooped in the little toilet. It's so cute. Really? Yeah, she's good. I'm like, dang. My my sister's really having not a, not the easiest time, but like this this child is like started walking early. She started potty training early. She's just doing all so good. Good for her. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant baby. Brilliant baby. Um, other than that, my wound is healing. Honey's wound is healing. Bra. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Not a lot of excitement going on, honestly. Well, you got mauled by a dog, so. I got mauled by a dog on my birthday, yes. That's not the, that's not the best thing. <laughs> uh, and then immediately went into a job where I have to do a ton of walking. <laughs> really? There's walking involved? Uh, during training, yeah. It's a lot of like, yeah. Eventually, once I get more comfortable in my position, I do have an office, so I will be sitting a lot more, but it's so much walking. And last week I was limping. So this week my wound is like fine. So mm-hmm. I can walk, I can run, I'm good. But last week was hard <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, limping nice. all over the place. Um, all right. Well, that's How about good. you. No, uh, personal news wise, uh, you know, we still have the four dogs at the house here. Mm-hmm. Um, Milo the Malligator has now eaten two pairs of my flats and uh, my uh, my sandals, chanclas, and one pair of running shoes. As you hear him in the background barking at something. Um, oh so gosh. it's uh, it's true what they say. Uh, Belgian Malinois are not for everybody. They mm-hmm. are. They do live up to their nickname, which is Malligators. Uh, and they have these little clicky little teeth and they're, they're super, they're super loyal. They're super protective. Um, they are very smart. I'm training them to do my taxes now. And so that, at least that's going to be something that comes good out of it. Come April. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Cause yeah, the dude's on it. He's like, yeah, you can deduct this. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Excellent. Um, but uh, but other than that, yeah, I'm still working. Uh, we're opening up a. Uh, I'm I'm investing and I'm I'm opening up a tattoo shop with my brother. And yes. So we're diversifying our bonds here. We're gonna try mm-hmm. to get a new tattoo shop that'll be sponsoring the show. That's good. I'm still working several gigs, trying to save money for it and stuff like that. So we're we're getting after it. So yeah. So and That's then awesome. the po- podcast is doing really well. Uh, growing across multiple platforms, growing on Spotify, growing on Apple Podcasts, uh, Podbean as well. So we're doing great out there. Uh, mm-hmm. We are going to start looking for more uh, um, advertisers because our numbers are looking pretty good. So hey, this if you if you want to uh, if you want to advertise on a podcast that reached uh, ten thousand plus listens in the for in its first year of launch, mm-hmm. um, which is a very good number for a small indie podcast, then. Um, Mihenta show might be the show for you. The show for you. 
<laughs> DM us. DM us. Email us at mihentashow at gmail.com. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get back to you. We'll, get, we'll start promoting whatever it is. Uh, well, is there anything that you wouldn't promote? That I wouldn't promote? Mm-hmm. Uh, right-wing ideals? <laughs> I don't know. What about know. you? Uh, I don't know. Like, like if it was like... Uh, like uh yeah what is it like i don't know what would it like like the the like a church or something is that what you mean like what oh yeah oh my god the westboro baptist church what's about that i don't think i don't think they're doing i don't think they're doing advertising on that no probably not (laughs) um maybe like uh guns i don't know maybe 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 smith and wesson i would promote smith and wesson yeah some people promote guns i i would you know for a certain price, I would. <laughs> I don't hate guns. No, me neither. And I'm, a, I'm a good owner, so I don't care. I'm just saying, like, me and the show brought to you by Smith & Wesson. Imagine we just go on, like, a anti-right-wing, like, rant and then end it with, like, sponsored by Smith & Wesson. <laughs> sponsored by the NRA. <laughs> Maybe, man. Oh, oh, the NRA. That would be tough. Yeah, that'd be tough. That'd be a tough one to sell. Tough sell. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be that'd be a tough one. Yeah, but I don't know. Other Wait, so that, is your bro- your brother's moving to San Diego, right? Full time. Uh, well, uh, he's got a successful shop um, in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Karina. Um, he's got a successful shop in Missouri um, that's got some good clientele. So he's going to probably be splitting his time between here and there. Oh, until, that makes sense. You know, but so that's why I'm gonna. He actually wants me to start tattooing. Whoa. Do you have a steady hand? I mean, I do. My art is like, okay, here, I'll give you an example. This is something I did a a while ago. So this is a, this is something that I did, right? Oh, wow. That's cool. So it's abstract, but it's got some lines in it, but I can't like draw like a face or something like that. Everything that I do, all my art is, is very abstract. Although I do know how to do lines and stuff. So I don't know. I just think that I would have a deficit in in being able to be like, oh, I want to combine this with this. And like my brother can very easily when somebody says, hey, I have this, but I want it to look like this. He very easily can draw stuff out for people. Mm-hmm. So maybe if I could use like AI art or something to, <laughs> to create oh my stuff God. or if okay. I could like or if I think I think if it was like something like off the wall or off of like a, a flash sheet. It wouldn't yeah. be too difficult. I could probably do that, you know? Yeah, I was going to say you could probably do, like, the Friday the 13th tattoos, you know? Yeah, the, like, I could do, like, the little shop, the little off the, the walls, the little, yeah. 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 yeah, stuff just like, hey, okay, yeah, this, you want this one here? Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, make it smaller, yeah. make it bigger, I can do it. But if it's like, oh, could you make it but have it the face of Jared Leto instead? I'd be like, no. No, yeah. No, what about once the stencil's made? What if someone else does the artwork, but then you just do the tattooing? Or are you, yeah, are you somebody, able to trace? Yeah, yeah. All that well, stuff I can do. All the stuff I can do well. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a shaky hand. I'd be like, eh, I can't. No, I think I can. I think I can. I can I can do that. It's basically just, you know, drawing with a shaky pencil. True. True. You know? Yeah, we'll be yeah. all right. Uh, uh, ready when my you dog are. is freaking out. Oh, my gosh. Well, we have we have what six dogs between us now, so. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Question on the shoes, though. Are you charging Daisy for the expenses? 
No, because it's uh, it's no, because it's I, I basically it was like, all right, do we want to give is it like, do you want to just get rid of it? Like, because people will take a dog, but I don't know who they are, you know? Yeah. And Belgians are so particular that I just, the thing about Belgians is that they're super, um, super, super attached to their people. So mm-hmm. the pro- the only problem that we have there is that I'm still open to giving him away. Like I, if I find the right family for him and they can come over and spend some time with him, I'm open to, to, to rehoming him. Mm-hmm. But he still needs a lot of socializing and stuff like that. And he's super attached <clears throat> to me. Like he only likes her family, Adrian and me. And that's it. So it's like kind of like he'll he'll like people that I'm around and stuff like that. But. All right. Anyway, Damn anyway, you. that is um, personal news. <laughs> I was gonna say dog rants. Dog rants. Honey's ball, oh, dude. Her her ball fell in in the middle of like the furniture, and now she's not gonna stop barking until I get it. All right, stop go, it. Go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get her ball while while we get while I bring Rosa on right now. All right, sounds good. I'll be back. All right. So anyway, so riff, riff. Yeah, I don't need a riff. I'm good. Um, so anyway, guys, we're going to be giving away movie tickets to Blue Beetle. Uh, all you have to do is type "Mi Gente Movie Night" to get entered into a drawing for free Beetle tickets. If we have enough people, we'll give away five pairs of tickets worldwide. Um, I'll also keep this uh, promo going online for the next couple of days until next Tuesday when it is that we're going to go. Um, but we will be giving away some live on stream tonight, depending on how many people we have that tuned in. But to talk about Blue Beetle and what's going on in the world of entertainment, our third leg, Miss Rosa, Mrs. Rosa Parra. Hi. Hey, Rosa. <laughs> hey, it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Rosa, uh, do you ever do karaoke? No. No? What? No, 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 no. Hey, I I know what I'm good at, and singing is not one of them. If you had if you had (laughs) to do a karaoke like "Gun to Your Head," what song would you sing? Oh gosh, I don't know. Would you do some Selena? Would you do some Rock in Español? Would you do some like The Cure? Probably, you know what? I would probably attempt very unsuccessfully to sing probably "Café Tacuba." Ooh, that's I love I like that. I I, I love (laughs) Lingrata. Nice. Nice, nice, yeah, nice. Come through. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, listen, man. You don't have to be good to be a karaoke singer. I can. Uh, me and Sophia can attest to that. Um, yep. So uh, it's actually more fun. It's actually kind of annoying when it's like a super good singer. Yeah, it's like why? Yeah, it's, it's like why? It's like American right. Idol. It's like go to a studio. <laughs> go to a studio, lady. What do you? What do you coming here showing up just because you know? Anyway. Uh, so Rosa, you can find Rosa at the Daily Chela. You can uh, add Rosa reviews on on Twitter, on X, previously Twitter, uh, and yeah. um, and she had and we're here to we invited her on to talk a little Blue Beetle, uh, as well as what's going on in the entertainment world. So why don't you kick us off, Rosa? What are your uh, what were your thoughts when you first saw Blue Beetle? Did it get better for you on the second watch? I know you took your kids after, mm-hmm. uh, but but give give me your thoughts. You know what I I loved it. I low key loved it. Yes. I, I loved 
Love Blue Beetle. And I know I'm coming at this a little biased. It hit me differently than it's going to hit most of the audience. And it's unapologetically Mexican-American and Mexican and very much Latino. And if you're Latino, it's going to... It's going to speak to us differently. So in that sense, I love it for that. But también I think that the film overall as, as a superhero movie, it's well done. It's well executed. Obviously, same uh, tropes that, that comes with the, with the origin story of a superhero. But this one, it, it, it shifts and it changes in the sole fact that we have the family at the center of it all. Uh, we have the family helping out Jaime Reyes and Jaime Reyes can't be Blue Beetle without his family backing him up. And like I said at the end of my review, this is one of the very few uh, mo superhero movies where I genuinely believe that uh, the superhero here is not necessarily Jaime Reyes, but it's the Reyes family, period. Oh, excellent. I saw some, I saw some clips and, and some stuff that they had done pre-strike. That, mm. were, that they were actually able to do where they were sort of like the cast was playing around, like who's the funniest, who does this, who does mm. that. Mm. Um, I, I mean, it's weird because it's, it, I've seen some stuff where they're like, oh, it didn't make enough money. I made, uh, you know, it, and, and then you're like, well, it made just as much money as this movie or this money. Considering the fact that, um, you know, I think it's tracking at over 25 million at almost 30 for the opening week. And considering the fact that a lot of the audience was going to be from Southern California, which is full yeah. of Latinos. Yeah. And we were having a hurricane and an and an earthquake. I mean, mm -hmm. that's got to be considered a success, right? I think so. Um, I think twenty five is nothing to be uh, shy or ashamed of, uh, particularly with a superhero that not a lot of people know about. Um, yeah. I didn't know who Blue Beetle was until before <laughs> this movie, <laughs> and so no, I I think it's great. I, it is a little bit on the lower end. I understand that, but right. like you were saying. Yeah, we did have a hurricane, and we—I mean, you guys just said that a couple minutes ago. Yeah, we couldn't go because mm -hmm. we were having a, a couple of natural disasters going on, and yeah, we had the uh, what do they call it—the hurricane. Hurricane. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Of all we had a tarantula. We had a tarantula cane here in San Diego because it was what? The, the hurricane what? hit during the middle of tarantula to the tarantula migration in San Diego. So there was thousands of tarantulas that were in that were migrating from the desert uh, during the last couple of days. So we had a tarantula cane in San Diego. In LA, in LA, you had the hurricane. No manches, I know. I had never heard about the tarantulas. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of yeah. You can run into tarantulas this week in San Diego. I'm moving out. The other thing is. The other thing is, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, Angel Manuel Soto, the director, has been doing a great job of promotion because he's allowed to. Yeah. But um, you know, uh, the play, the actor uh, Cholo uh, Mariduena has is a very charismatic actor. He's been in a lot of stuff that people like. People are big fans of him, and he hasn't been able to promote the sh the movie at all. Yeah. So it's it's almost like we had everything stacked against us and it's mm -hmm. still and it was still the first movie that actually knocks down Barbie from the top spot. <laughs> right? I mean, but like what week is Barbie in too? Fifth week. And it's still <laughs> made it just yes. it by four million. No no crees que it was by a lot. Barbie still made a little bit over twenty million. That's and crazy. that's his fifth week. 
Yeah, no, don't, don't, don't neg- This is don't, don't, neg- don't negate the premise there, Sophia. I'm sorry, I'm a Latina, but I'm also a feminist. Okay, I love Barbie. <laughs> no, it fucking it, it bitch slap Barbie. Hey, <laughs> no, it, it's <laughs> Warner Brothers dethroning Warner Brothers. So yeah, it's, uh, uh, so uh, they're good. The real that. winner here. Yeah. What was the budget for Blue Beetle? Uh, so, you know? I think it's a hundred. Yeah. It's estimating a hundred and five to one twenty. Not entirely okay. sure. It's somewhere between that so yeah. but i if i'm not mistaken internationally it hasn't opened in china yet there's nope. a couple of markets it hasn't opened on yet so it yeah. still has potential to oh it'll for sure uh, have okay. legs and and earn some of that money back i'm gonna go watch it again i've seen it twice but um you know awesome. two jobs four kids and school makes it a Jesus. little challenging yeah oh you should yeah. Me, hence the movie night in the chat. We might be able to win some tickets. Also. Yeah, you know, if you put, if might, you put that in there, <laughs> we might be able. We might be able to hook you up. Um, <laughs> so you know the um, the you know Nana is the matriarch. All the stuff that happens in the family. Um, yeah. What do you think of George Lopez? I was gonna you know, say, uh, you sorry. know what? I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I grew up watching George Lopez. I love all of his stand-ups. I am to some extent a George Lopez apologist. I loved him in this. Right. I absolutely I loved him in this. I, wow. I think it takes a comedian of his stature to pull off what he did. Um, I loved him. I, I, I loved him here. I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, he's stuck in his old days or old ways and old comedy shenanigans and all that. I loved it. I guess it's my type of humor. I know humor and comedy can be very subjective. Um, I guess I'm very, I don't know, Naka or ghetto. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> that way. And I loved it. I, I loved him here. And That's good to hear. He That's stole, good to hear. Yeah, he stole a lot of the moments uh, I know with, that, with his uh, comedy. I know that when um, one of the things that we talked about when the trailer dropped was that mm. there was that one line of his that people were sort of like, <laughs> right? Like the, yeah. the fascism or something mm-hmm. like that. Did they take that out or was it still there? No, it's still there. But oh, I mean... I mean, spoiler alert, you know, he, uh, Uncle Rudy is one of those computer, conspiracy theorists kind of guys. Um, um, so, again, there was no context to that line. Once you see it in the film, you're like, okay, it makes complete sense. It come, yeah, yeah, that, that's nice. That's nice. Um, uh, so, yeah, so, so you're going to go watch it again. We're going to watch mm-hmm. it on Tuesday. Uh, I have some people tell me that it's not coming up. That the Facebook posts aren't coming up. Oh. All right, I'll figure this out. If uh, if you guys comment and we don't and we have enough, we're gonna give anybody that that reaches out tickets because I just want to be able yeah. to go watch it with a group of people next Tuesday. So, yeah. so we will do that. Karina, you're gonna get tickets. Everybody else that wants them, we'll get tickets. I mean, it's it's gonna it's it's for the it's for it's for la cultura. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be great. We're gonna go watch it. Yes, we are going on. Five dollar movie night though, so fuck it. No, I'm just saying, man. I'm not a fucking millionaire over here. I'm, I, you know, I have three jobs. You're looking and a... like you were balling for a bit there. Yeah, listen, still. Well, this Sunday is, isn't it like Cinema Day? So... Yeah, yeah, Cinema Day is this Sunday too. So yeah, yeah I'm watching yeah. it again that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cinema Day is Sunday, so there's reverse movie. Listen, man, we all got to get back out to the theater and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think, I think cool. honestly. Especially in California, since it was it, it was all this shit going on, like literally hurricane tarantulas, uh, stuff like that, that um, people will go out the second weekend, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I think California numbers are going to improve. I think overall numbers, word of mouth numbers are going to improve. Oh, yeah. 
And um, and once it hits, I mean, there's no way this isn't huge in Mexico, right? There's no, no way this isn't big in South America as well. There's no way this isn't big in, in other places of the world um, because it's a cool-ass superhero movie. What um, is there any superhero movie that, that you've seen that sort of – um that you think it's most similar to is it more like a doctor like is it more like a spider-man more like a madman or is it more like a yeah it has a lot of shades of iron man and and spider-man um okay but you add the family into it which i really can't think of a superhero that's done that before outside of maybe what like spy kids or something um but other than that and yeah and that's what i mean we rarely get that that dynamic on screen so yeah this is different in, in that sense that it's the family at the helm and, and it's very 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 cool it has the rewatchability factor too um oh, and, and if you're you're a latino there's a lot of references film references and Dude, the music, the soundtrack in here, man, just the way it opens, it, it, it's just so, it, it, it gets you all um, ready in the mood to to be prepared for the film. And it's just a variety of songs. I never thought I'd hear some of the songs that are in this film, and yet they, they work very, very, very well. So, yeah, it's it, it's a good time. and. Yeah, I mean, Chapulín Colorado is referencing Cronos, which is also another scarab by Guillermo del Toro, dealing with another scarab. And yeah, it, it's just El Sábado Gigante and Maria Mercedes Marimar and Maria La del Barrio. So it's just specific right. TV shows and films that are just more um, uh, affiliated with Latinos. I, mean, I grew up watching all those novelas. My mom was a... She loved watching the novelas, and I had no choice, so yeah. I guess I was yeah. forced to yeah. watch. It's in our blood. We have La to. pobre Talia <laughs> right there, yeah. yeah. I love it. No, and but but not to the point where right. I mean, I because I know there was this article that I saw, which was all the references from Blue Beetle and stuff like that. Like it almost had to be like a like a like a like a course for people that were non-latinos to be like hey here's the references you didn't understand but i don't think there's enough that you would that it would take away from somebody that was not latino from watching it right it won't take away from people not to watch but i think it would take away from some of the of the comedy and the humor of it because okay. a lot of the of the teasing that goes on and and so on it's related to those references so if you've never seen Mariela del Barrio and, and the song and everything, and then later on when they make a joke about it, you're going to be like, okay, what the fuck is this all about? Yeah. Um, so in, in that sense, yeah. I think the article, you're talking about the LA Times, no? The one that yeah, I think Carla, so. I think Carlos so. Aguilar um, wrote, yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you, you do need that little bit of reference just to outline it, but um, I can see how people can be a little enough there's this scene and I, it's not a spoiler um okay. where there's a there's a, a security um place so you have like four or five security guards that are in charge of of watching the surveillance camera and then in the surveillance camera el chapulín colorado comes up right so then the three security guards that are sitting down i think it's like a white guy a black guy i think it's like two white guys and one, one black guy and then there's another the fourth security guard is a latino that's standing up and he's looking at the screen and with such joy and delight, he's like, oh, El Chapulín Colorado. And oh. that probably encapsulates how this movie will be looked upon <laughs> by its audience. 
there's going to be a specific type of demographic that's just going to connect to it more personally and that's going to feel more special about it, which oh. is probably why I loved it. No, so I con ojitos de amor. Yeah, I was like, oh, Chapulín. Were you able to see any like children in the theater that you think are going to be impacted by this film and oh, seeing absolutely. themselves in it? Dude, I, the kid. first time, yeah, the first time I watched it was with critics, uh, which was a lot, um, predominantly Latinos. So that oh. crowd was rowdy and they were laughing throughout the whole thing. <laughs> Second time, I took my four kids with me. Ah, I'm like, you think? know what? Let's go watch it and, and, and so on. And they loved it. They loved it. Like every every scene or two, they like lean forward and be like, hey, you do that. And, and and it's little things like yeah. de manzanilla or, or or just like a, a bag of takis that's just laying in the back that they'd yeah. be like, oh, I can, again, it's the attention to little details. So they loved it. They they were laughing and cracking up. And on the second screening, though, because I took them to the one here closer to the house, mm-hmm. um, I think it was like a little bit over half full. We were sitting right in the middle, right next to our right uh, there was like three other people and then sporadically there were other people and it was just our row that was just cracking up. So we knew who were Latino and that, that screening and who wasn't. And, and But you know what? It, it's just going to hit different. And my kids loved it. They were like, Aww. that's pretty cool. And they want, they're going to watch it again on, on Sunday. So ah, I love that's it. That warms my heart. Well, we're allowed to have stuff, right? So that's that's good. I mean, damn right we are. Yeah, we it's know. Time. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Listen, I I I uh, I know that look, the fact that it had so many things stacked against it, the fact that the entire crew, which is made up of incredibly charismatic people, are not out there promoting it, and the movie still opened well. Uh, it's still knocked off Barbie. There's a hurricane. There's a strike. There's all this bullshit, and it's still gonna do good. Um, obviously, I don't know if if it's got if it's got. Hopefully, it'll have legs. Hopefully, it has a capacity to 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 have a decent showing when it's done with its run. I think it'll it'll do good. I think the word of mouth. I think you, um, Rosa, um, and all the Latinos, you know, podcasters, influencers, etc., that are able to promote the film. Um, you know, because that's one of the other thing is like, you know, Sophia's an actress, I'm a director, and, but we're also podcasters, we're also influencers, we're also part of the media. So, you know, I feel completely comfortable in saying that people should go out and watch this um, mm-hmm. because, you know, it, the fact that there's a strike doesn't mean that we also need the representation out there. I'm sure that people that are on strike are going to go watch the movie. They just can't talk about it. Um, and and I understand that. And it's a difficult place. So that means that it leaves it up to us, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the other people to go out there to promote it. Uh, we're going to try to do our part by bringing some people with us to the movies next week. So hopefully then the second week is just as good. Um, and we're going to, you know, we're going to keep promoting it and we're going to keep going forward um, because we need more representation. We need uh, Blue Beetle 2. Hopefully it's hopefully hopefully it's left open and there were you know no spoiler alert. Was there any after credits and stuff like that that we need there to be aware is of? a mid and post credit yes mid and post credit all right cool Ooh, so don't leave, okay good don't so don't leave early uh, no do not so what do you what do you give it like out of five stars what's your what's your Rosa review uh, I think the article said four but now that I think about it and I've seen it twice I it's probably the four point five out of five for me. 
4.5 out of 5. Ooh, That's nice. high praise. Yeah. What could it have done differently to get That's, that last point 0.5? That's Paddington area. Paddington area. <laughs> Paddington. Yeah, you know what? I think the, the That's week- Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Um, I think the weakness of the film is the villains. Uh, they, they can be mm. very one-dimensional, very yeah. uh, just your typical uh, villains. Aunque... On the larger scale, the villains are larger than the two characters. This is in Sarandon and Raul. Um, it's, is it Trujillo? I think it's Trujillo. Mm-hmm. And it, it's more than that. It, it's gentrification. It's like the, the exploitation of Latin American resources. So, so it's larger than that. But if we're talking about specifically these two characters. I think they could have. They're a bit underwritten, and I think that's that that's what affects them. But the superhero and the family, there's just so much heart and so much there that, eh, what the hell? I don't care about the villains at this point. You you oversee that. Yeah. Cool. I mean, people are going for people are going for the suit for the FX for the fact that it's you know our first I Latino. Have great suit. visuals, by the way. Yeah. Better than the Flash. Oh yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Better than Flash. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, we're gonna we're all gonna watch uh, Blue Beetle. I put the link in the yeah. description, but you can follow Rosa uh, at thedailychilla.com. You can see her review. You can also follow her over at X, used to be Twitter or on Instagram, uh, and you can catch up with uh, her. She is a very important member of the Mijente family, tackling mm-hmm. the entertainment field, and she's out there fighting the good fight taking those movie tickets and writing reviews because we need more representation in front of the screen behind the screen and also reviewing the screen yes etc 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 well i have you here rosa uh, mm. i just finished um i just finished uh this full season two yeah and i fucking loved it were you um, listening to L3 afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love that. I fucking love the season. Um, yeah. I, I mean, people know that listen to us that we had Chris Estrada on the show. We had the live stream up and then my smart ass decided to wait until season two dropped to drop the audio version. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't he couldn't share it because the strike had just started. Yeah. But uh, oh my god, what a great season! Great guest appearances, um, great one-off episodes that focus on different members of the family. Great themes. Um, I, I I I loved it. I was gonna send uh, Chris a DM. I obviously just to let him know how much I appreciated what he did with this season, and mm-hmm. I'm so ho- super hoping that they renew it for season three really quick. What were your thoughts about uh, this full season two? Oh, I loved it. Uh, I'm right there with you. I loved it. I think somehow manages to, in a way, supersede season one, which I thought was going to be a bit impossible to do. Mm-hmm. But, oh, man, the, the writing is brilliant. Like, that first episode, that first episode is just... Yeah. <laughs> it, it's about a rooster, of all things. And, yeah. and, and just how they decide to write it and depict it and see the dynamics between... Uh, the owner of the rooster and how it relates to Julio, who's Chris Estrada's uh, character. And, and just all of that was just brilliant. And also the music, man, the music that was used here. Yeah. Um, like, I love LA. And just these little, again, uh, the decisions behind selecting these specific songs 
helps somehow pushes forward uh, the 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 plot and the narrative between these characters. And like I was just mentioning, El Tri, how it ends yeah. with that song, Las Piedras Rodantes, El Tri, yeah. and, and you're just like, damn, like what the yeah. hell? <laughs> so you know what? I loved it. Uh, I loved it a lot. Was not expecting it to enjoy it as much as I did. And yeah, I've been praising it as as well. There's just a lot <laughs> out there. There are a lot of Latino content that's going mm -hmm. that's out there that I've been trying to push forward, including this full season two there's a little movie on hulu that nobody's talking about it but i've been trying to put it out there like miguel wants to fight um directed yes. by oz rodriguez uh and that one also cool i i, I had a lot of fun with it and and representation <laughs> y todo eso. so yeah man there's just a lot going on in in, in film and tv right now that And it just like the trailer for Cassandra came out, and I was yes, like, yeah. Oh my God. Hey, somebody was featured on, oh, on the clothes, <laughs> right? Somebody we know had a quote on there on the trailer, right? Yeah, somebody. Yeah. Somebody, somebody. <laughs> Wait, who? Y'all gotta tell me. I'm lost on this one. What? You What's haven't up? seen the trailer? No. No. Oh. no. I, I have a nine to five now. I'm far behind. I'm very far Watch behind. Watch the trailer and <laughs> on see media. What, okay. movie, what movie reviewer we both know has one of the... You're in it? Well, okay, cool. That's awesome. Okay, I'll watch it. I'll watch it right now. I'm excited. Look, what are... <laughs> <laughs> um, talking. No, Rosa, let me know. Tell me if you agree, because the yeah. thing about This Fool that I loved was that it was unapologetic, like, just more funny than trying mm -hmm. to be, like, important. You know what I yeah. mean? And we talked about that with Chris. He's like, I'm not trying to, like, you know... Yeah you know, fix the problems of society and racism. I'm just trying to make a funny show. So right. it's unapologetically just a funny show. And it's about these people that are both trying to grow, but also can't get out of their own way. Right. Uh, and, and so I love the realness of the characters. You know, there's no hugs at the end of the day. They make mistakes. They live with it. They try. They try to keep getting better. Mm -hmm. um, and the characters all had some growth. But it felt like it was just so difficult for them to grow. And it was just so hilarious seeing them not being able to get out of their own way. Right. Does that make yeah. sense? I, I was impressed by how, yeah, how funny it is. And it, it does continue uh, perfectly, perfectly continues with where season one leaves off. And you do have this, what some people might call like being immature and having these dumb jokes. But at the end of season two, it feels so mature, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does feel like it feels like there's like, this. Oy, there's it feels like the growth has been it. earned. It's been yeah. earned, right? It's not like just like cliche TV stuff. It's like right. they earn, they earned that growth. Yes, yes. Yeah, I gotta and catch up. Yeah, man, yeah. you're missing out. So I know. Yeah. Yeah. Lou, give out. me your give me your Hulu password again. Listen. <laughs> Like I signed out, you kicked me out. And it's you not <laughs> and it's not just because I had a crush on Luis's girlfriend because I, I, have, a, I have a chola fetish. It's not because of that. It's because I really enjoyed the writing and the comedy uh yeah. and, and all of it. But and, and some of the guest stars were fucking incredible as well. Yeah. Yeah, like from episode one, like like just this like all of a sudden in the last second, you're like, God damn, they just put this dude in here for like two seconds at the end of this episode, and then like All yeah. the other episodes, the the Clyde and Clyde was fucking hilarious. It was. That, that was a hilarious, hilarious arc. And then just like the grandma episode was just oh, one of yeah. one of the funniest standalone episodes of any TV show. It was just yeah. like this little story about a side character 
and it's just like incredible, you yeah. know, so that, that it managed to move the story forward and sort of give these people this, this growth while still taking time with, because when I, when they, I was watching the Clyde and Clyde, I'm like, wait, how is this, are these all going to be one-offs and like, how is this going to move the story and the plot forward? Yeah. And it did both things. And move them forward and move the story forward of, of Julio and Luis. Mm-hmm. And then it also gave little spotlights to all these side characters that we learned about mm-hmm. in the first season. And it, and it and it was just the right amount of those characters sprinkled in throughout the season to make yeah. it feel like it was an ensemble. And it was really great. No, I agree. I think that episode with, with the mom and the grandma that you're talking about, it was... I was not expecting it. I know season one also had an episode that just focused on her. But in this one, it was interesting because I was wondering where they were going with her story. And then the episodes that come after that kind of give you uh, an idea that she's still doing what she's doing. Right. Um, Without spoiling anything. So, but when you do see these episodes that are just focused on the mom, you come to understand why Julio is the way he is. <laughs> this is the woman that's raised him. And, and, and this is the mindset that's been raising him this whole time. So you understand why his m- mindset and why he thinks the way he does and where probably a lot of these decisions can stem from. So it, it, it's just, man, it, I just found it hilarious. But also, yeah, I loved it. I, I loved every single episode. Um, of it so yeah the Clyde and Clyde thing that was hilarious particularly when when (laughs) the I mean I'm not gonna spoil anything but when he's talking to I'll just say the police and then (laughs) the grandma and the mom come along oh yeah that's the the best it's like (laughs) she's like the traigo hot dog he's like oh hot dog pizza no it's fucking hilarious you gotta watch it, Sophia. I'll, yeah, I'll send you. The, I'll, I'll, I'll send you my code afterwards so you can get on there again. Thanks, sir. Yeah. All right, all right. Um, but yes, it's it's just those little moments that just like, mom, they hit the Noriana. Yeah, spoiler. Alert. Yeah, it's just. Even I love host- how careful you both have been. Uh, uh, about not using spoilers throughout this whole conversation, by yeah, the way. No, trust me. Right. I have no, I, I have no idea enjoy, what you're talking about. I'm you'll like, enjoy okay, it. Cool. You'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy yeah. it. This definitely, it'll make yeah. sense when you see it. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's, yeah. A, it's a funny, it's a funny show. All right. Um, Rosa, thank you for joining us. Before we let you go, is there any, uh, anything else that's coming up uh, either in the Latino movie verse or that you're excited about sort of late summer releases or whatnot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the trailer for Radical came out, the one starring Eugenio Derbez, where he's a professor of... of um, of uh it was a movie that also debuted at uh debuted at sundance earlier this year and it was actually my favorite movie from sundance okay um i think it's coming out if i'm not mistaken in october or september sometime um later this year so that trailer's out there i'm looking forward to that one obviously cassandro um, <laughs> i'm not biased on that one but maybe right. a, little. Yeah, a little but bit. no 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 overall it's, it's a really really great film and yeah i mean go watch blue beetle um if you go, can and go. uh-huh go watch blue beetle go stream um this, this fool. fool go yeah. watch, watch uh, Miguel wants, wants to, to fight. fight it's yeah. really good also on hulu also and hulu. um yeah there's there's a lot coming up I'm, I'm wondering how i am in the back of my head i'm curious to see how the strike or how much longer is gonna last because i know it, it is going to be affecting 
um, a lot of these films if you can't have your actors promoting it out there and you can solely depend yeah. on your directors or yeah. that's it. Anybody below the line, nobody knows who the cinematographer or production designer or any of these people are. Yeah. So it's going to be a bit more challenging to promote them. And I want to see how it affects our Movies. Oscar pool if they push back the Oscars and the Emmys. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna That's be strange. So true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gonna, no, it's gonna happen. Then. It's gonna if it runs into award season, it's gonna be insane. All right, yeah. all right. Well, everybody, go check out thedailychela.com. You can see Rosa's yeah. reviews there, as well Yay. as a lot of uh, Latino themed stuff. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, Brandon, who's uh, the I think his I, I just saw a post of his that. Uh, American Homeboys coming to San Diego in September to the yes. Digital Gym, which is my movie theater, because I work with the San Diego Latino Film Festival. So I'll definitely be there for that. Um, so I'll put links in that for people that kind of want to come watch that when it's in San Diego. Hopefully we can get Brandon on at some point leading up to that. Uh, but Rosa, thank you very much as always. We missed you. Uh, yes. You know, Never leave us again, you guys. You're always <laughs> busy. You're always busy on Tuesdays because you got to go to premieres. But but whenever yeah. whenever we can, we'll get you on and 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 hopefully, um, we'll we'll have you next week. We're not doing a show because we're going to go to the movies. But hopefully next week you're available. We'll have you back on mm-hmm. and we'll check in with what's going on. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sounds good. It was nice talking to you guys. And yeah, I watched American Homeboy. Good film. So you, um, hopefully you guys enjoy it as well. So Yeah, we'll check it out good. and uh, we'll be doing it. And thank you, Rosa, for thank joining you. us today, Rosa. Thank you. And All right, guys. Have a good night. Easy. Have a good night, Rosa. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye Love Rosa. you guys. Bye. All right. Rosa oh. Parra joining us from at Rosa Reviews. Yes, go Tele- follow like, her. Go follow her. Go watch Blue Beetle if you haven't already. And if you want free tickets to Blue Beetle. What should they do, Lou? They should type in the chat right now. They should type in Mi Gente Movie Night. Hashtag Mi Gente Movie mm-hmm. Night. And, uh, and we'll enter you into a drawing for free Blue Beetle tickets. Or we mm-hmm. might just give you some where you can go watch it wherever you are. Or if you want to come watch it with Sophia and I next Tuesday. We will be giving away tickets as well to come watch the movie with us. I'm just going to be giving away some random tickets to to, to people who listen to us. So, Bonzo, yeah. if you want to get in the mix, uh, Sophia's number one fan. Step hey, by. Hey, Bonzo. <laughs> come by. We'll watch. Come through. We'll, Let's we'll go. Get, we'll, we'll get me, gente. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. You gotta, yeah, you got to put in, uh, put the hashtag in. Uh, El Picasso. I saw. Hashtag. Yeah, just copy this right here. La popo. <laughs> just, just just copy the Mi Gente Movie Night hash, hashtag Mi Gente Movie Night. And that's yes. how we will use to to draw the tickets. So Hell thank yeah. you everybody that's stopping by tonight. Thank you for Rosa from Rosa's Review from stopping yes. by. Make sure you guys are following us. And um and shout out to Chris Estrada from uh Hulu. Uh we'll make sure that Sophia's caught up on that. Yeah. Uh, get me caught up. Cool. Uh, speaking of free screenings, uh, either way, we, we'll get you to say um, this uh, Wednesday, August the 23rd, tomorrow for my San Diego people. Uh, the Digital Gym in San Diego, which is where American Homeboy is going to show, is doing a free screening tomorrow at 7 p.m. of uh, Las Sufragistas. It's mm-hmm. a movie from 2012, and this is a part of a series of contemporary Mexican films in partnership with the Consulate General of Mexico in San Diego. So if you are in San Diego, um, 
go to digitalgym.org and you can reserve free tickets for the screening tomorrow night if you are part of San Diego. Yeah. That's awesome. Nice. All right. So nice. we're going to make nice. plans. We've got a couple of people that we're giving. Karina's getting tickets. We'll get La Popos Picoso free tickets as well. Thanks for joining us. Even if you don't do the hashtag, hit us up. We'll get you links to get the free tickets. Uh, and let's just jump into news yes. for the last hour of the show in this segment that we like to call Hellscape Watch. Oh, my God. Uh, Oh, what just happened? Whoa. All right. All right. All right. Let's jump into some news. We actually don't have a lot of tabs up, but... um... Let's get into some stuff that happened to during the week. All right. right. Let's let's start off with uh, Twitter, previously X. Dude, did you see that? Before we do, did you see that the design on the little thingy changed? I just noticed on my phone. What? It's irrelevant, but um, the little the little X thing, the little thumbnail thingy, it's different. It's trying to be different. It changed on your phone. I mean, it's no longer a bird. No, it's the X, but the black used to be just like matte black. Now it's like a weird, oh, it's got like a little crackled white, little, like a it's scratch. Got like, it's got like a little scratch. It looks trying to make it look eventually. Yeah, and so what I realized is because when it changed, like most of my, there was a lot of black and white in my mm. socials, right? And so mm. I, I saw it today and I was like, I think Elon is trying to be not like other girls. I think he's trying yeah, to be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no, but we're not just matte black like threads and be real. We're yeah. cracked and a little... <laughs> it's weird. Anyways, that's, that's all the just a little observation that they're trying to be different, spicing it up. Trying to be different. Yeah. All right. Well, this week on the hellscape that is uh, Twitter, um, mm-hmm. the 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 drama this week was mm-hmm. about Elon saying basically that he's getting rid of the block button. Yep. Okay. Interesting. What? Which is uh, basically what. <laughs> What he's saying is that it, it doesn't make much sense. The reason that he's doing, and this is what people have sort of figured out, is that people started blocking every blue check mark. You know? Oh. Right. And that's fucking with ad revenue, and that's fucking with uh, uh, these people that are his sycophants that are, like, mad that they can't harass people. Mm. But, for example, on the Apple Store or Google Play Store, any app that is a social media app must have the ability to block users who are harassing people. Of course. Yeah. Right. Cause I mean, I block people, you block people. If somebody's like constantly just harassing you and posting like hateful things on your post, then it is completely natural to block them. You have to curate your own experience. That's what curating your experience is about. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically when Elon lo- loses James Woods, who is like, notoriously like like right of center? Uh, you know, he basically if Elon removes the ability to block con- uh, concerted harassment by trolls, how will X be any different from Jack Dorsey? Uh, basically, um, Elon said, "Then delete your account." Now, the funny thing is that Whoa. what Elon started to do 
mm-hmm. was when people started complaining on him on his post about the block button. Guess ironically what Elon started to do. What? He blocked those people. Oh my god. <laughs> that's what I was that's what I was wondering. I'm like it's a feature that everyone needs to have including Elon like, you know. <laughs> The satisfaction of blocking someone just like so the reason people want to the the reason that trolls and blue check marks want to get rid of blocking is because they want to be able to troll, they want to be able to harass people, they want us they they basically think that their free speech, which is in a lot of areas hate speech or posting graphic images or dirty images or stuff like that, supersedes the right for you to be able to curate your own experience and feel safe right they're like oh no safe spaces blah 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 if you say something i can post fucking dead baby pictures or whatever the fuck i want right freedom for me but not for thee right so you know essentially he said it doesn't make sense you know moving forward the block will you're only going to be able to block people in your dms and that you you're you're only able to mute people you won't be able to block them from seeing your content Mm -hmm. and again that's mostly for the reason of just, you know, the people that are paying for it. Now, a lot of people are saying maybe they'll he'll he'll bring it back if you pay for it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like that's one of the things that he has been doing a lot of is basically just taking features away and then saying, oh, but we'll send it out to you. Um, yeah. I want to find the one where he's like, hey, um, you know, so he's really trying hard to 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 make to spin it like, um, you know, pretty fun blocking people who claim that blocking is going away. How does the medicine taste? What? You know, pretty fun blocking people who complain that blocking. Do is you boring. not see how hypocritical that is? What? Like, dude, he's a he, we we have a four year old running like the most popular yeah. social media site on the planet. It, is, it sucks because I, you know, I feel like I didn't value Twitter the way I should have. Now that it's gone, I knew what I had. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and now I miss it, and I'm actually considering uninstalling it. Well, look, listen, like, 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 um, we don't have a Chris Estrada interview without Twitter. We don't have Rosa uh, connected to us without Twitter. We don't have a ton of the people that I've gotten on the show is 99% from Twitter, you know, yeah. through Facebook and Instagram hasn't given me shit except people that I already knew, yeah. you know? So, um, so it's, so it's basically just kind of like, it was, it, it was a great thing. It was a great place for news. It was a great, and he is slowly little by little just dismantling it and shitting on it and making it unusable and and blah 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 and, and it's just kind of like it's a little sad it's a little sad it is it's a little I, sad but good well i wish that like somebody would come I, it, I feel like this is an opportunity for other apps so I, I just i hope that somebody can come and literally just replace twitter like just become what twitter was yeah, just do Twitter. Just do, just just do, do Twitter. Just yeah. do Twitter again. Threads just, is dropping the ball on this. They're not doing Twitter. No, tr- Threads is yeah. Threads is like Threads is too similar to Instagram, you know. And yeah. I, I saw a thing which was like if Threads actually let people port their stuff over from Facebook and not Instagram, it would be more like Twitter. Because there's yeah. more like, you know, there's more craziness on Facebook than there is on, on Instagram. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. um and also also threads doesn't have a desktop i can't log into threads through my you know i'm a person that's at my desk working a lot and i like to have twitter up and all these things up so i can kind of be i see something interesting i tag it for the show you know stuff like that so 
It doesn't have news. It doesn't have the like doesn't have hashtag like hashtags. feature. No, yeah, all. yeah. That was the feature I think from Twitter that I used the most because I wouldn't use Twitter unless I wanted to see a, something about a topic. So I would just go and literally insert a hashtag and then see everyone's you know point of view. Yeah. And that was the only time I used it. So I was like, Threads is useless right now for me. Threads is useless. Threads is useless. It's useless. Uh, this, um yeah. this is the original this is the original tweet uh elmus says that the ability to block people on x twitter will soon be removed is there ever a reason to block versus mute someone block is going to be deleted as a feature except for dms it makes no sense so that's kind of when it started it then as you saw james woods which is a right winger was like the thing about this is that both people on the left and the right both hate it they both yeah. they both hate it because the right wing says that the left is trolling them and blah 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 and going after them and then for example this is a right wing account and their their luck was like hey it's actually not funny we block for safety we had a journalist stalked on x that turned into a physical encounter i recently had a friend actually photographed on the street by an x stalker i had my entire home hacked by a stalker blah blah um you know so and and again it's against the law and it's against terms of service on apple store and other app stores to have a social media website that doesn't give you the ability to block people for harassment. It's actually a rule on uh, Apple store and other places where you get apps. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of a cell phone. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of a cell phone really on, on his part. So, yeah. Hey, what's up? Malcolm? Hello. And Ooh. Malcolm. Oh my gosh. Thank Malcolm, you. Malcolm, put the hashtag. Yeah, Malcolm, put that hashtag, Mi Gente Movie Night. We're going to give you mm-hmm. away some tickets for us. Uh, and we're going to be giving those away shortly. Actually, we have two people that want tickets. We're probably just going to give them both tickets. One, so two. guess what, Karina? You're yeah. coming to Movie Night. Boom. You're coming to Movie Night, Melo. You're invited to come with us. Free tickets to Blue Beetle for you guys. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy Fleet. birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Melo. Um, delayed. Uh, Malcolm, if you put that hashtag in, if you figure out how to hashtag that, you're getting Malcolm, just do it. There it is. There it is. Yes, Yes. free movie tickets for all you guys for for tuning in. And I had a couple of people from Facebook that told me uh, and I'm seeing right now that some some destinations, the comments from some destinations aren't coming through. Um, So I, I think that's a StreamYard problem. So I will check mm-hmm. it out. And if for some reason you're watching on Facebook or Twitch or somewhere else and your comment isn't coming through, um, then let me know. A couple of people have a hey, love you too, Mello. Uh, a couple of people have, and I will make sure that we give you guys free tickets as well. Um, the screening will be next Tuesday night, uh, probably around eight o'clock. Right. So you have time. We have time to get home. I'll mm-hmm. figure it out. And it's at the Chula Vista Theater with a nice fancy reclining seats we're gonna have a row all to ourselves and we'll be able to watch the movie as a as a group um and kind of hang out and stuff like that we'll take some pictures we might go do a live uh broadcast on the mihenta show instagram from there or something uh so so it'll be a cool night i had to switch to youtube from facebook okay that makes sense okay thank you thank you malcolm Okay, yeah, I think it's the Facebook connection. Facebook is such a fucking bitch. Do you think it's because I'm streaming it from the guest StreamYard account? 
It might. It might be because of mm-hmm. that. I don't know. Listen, guys. I mean, eventually we might just have to do YouTube only at some point. <laughs> just say fuck it, you know. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of one of the big things that happened on X. All right, let's let's get to a couple of other things here, news wise, and then we'll get out of your way. Um, okay. Uh, in Hellscape Watch this week, unfortunately, we have a bad story about. Um, give me a second here. Where's this at? Um sorry, I had a had a link here that went away. I'll find it. All right. Um oh yeah, here it is. Um so in LA, uh there was a woman who owned a shop in Los Angeles that would always put up a, a pride flag. Um oh. and she was shot in California um and killed by a guy who had a history of homophobic homophobic social post. Uh, basically, the alleged gunman who killed a uh, beloved California shop owner of a replied frag she had flown outside her boutique had a history of posting anti-LGBTQ remarks on social media and far right size. Uh, Travis Ikeguche uh, was killed by deputies in an exchange of gunfire after he fatally shot Laura Lori Carlton outside her clothing store in Cedar Glen. Um, Iguchi tore down a rainbow flag that Carlton 66 displayed about her business when Carlton confronted him. He shouted many homophobic slurs and then shot her uh, mm-hmm. San Bernardino County. Uh, deputies caught up to him about a mile from the store. So basically, this guy was posting on all kinds. This is what happens when every time somebody in the, you know, the right wing or the, the far right wing starts posting all these things about groomers and all this anti-LGBTQ shit, anti-pride stuff going to target and harassing people. There are people that are fucking literally crazy that take this shit and yeah, screw this kind of fucking hate. So, you know, the mm-hmm. answer to this is not to um, take the pride flags down as somebody had, had, had noted uh, earlier in, in, in some of the comments, the, 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 the response is to be even more prideful so that there's so mm-hmm. many that they can't get taken down and people can't get angry. So obviously it's a really tragic, you know, she was a wonderful person who did a lot for the LGBTQ plus community. Um, And it's a tragedy that because of her wanting to be um, supportive of the LGBTQ community, um, some fucking nutbag, uh, you know, the same happened with the guy O'Shea Sibley in New York. He was a gay man uh, that was dancing outside to a Beyonce song and somebody you know, decided to stab him. Um, this is the worst kind of hate. This is the worst kind of fucking bullshit. This is exactly what we have been talking about, that this fucking rhetoric of anti-LGBTQ rights, uh, rolling back of protections, trying to diminish what um, a, a, a hate crime is, all these things lead to these kinds of fucking actions and it's fucking unfortunate man she had nine yeah. kids she had nine fucking kids and now they don't have a mom and now they don't have a mom that is fucked up yeah I, I, I mean literally like having pride and being out of the closet is like a form of activism because we live in a world that is so violent and so homophobic and it's only getting more and more radical you know, as time goes by and it's just truly terrifying. And I think that we get on this podcast and we say a lot of things about the right wing, but that's not because that's not because of any hatred or anything like that. It's because all of that rhetoric 
that that builds this anger and you're just you're just stewing in this like you know freaking just like pool of anger that eventually this happens it has actual real life consequences people die because of it like you may be pro-life but that's also killing a lot of women and actually inadvertently killing more babies statistics are showing so and now this as well like everything that the right wing stands for is backtracking progress and causing a lot of hurt pain and you know murders and this is fucking terrible and disgusting and yeah uh, all this is going to cause everyone to have more pride so because we have something to actually stand for i know that they get pissed that's like oh well maybe we should do a straight pride and shit like that well motherfucker no one's fucking threatening you because of your sexuality you know so this only just like really reinforces that we really need to stand as a community, support one another and be super prideful because we're not going anywhere. Um, and this is, you know, this isn't going to do what it's supposed to do, which is just cause fear in us. It only makes us stronger. So, but it is fucking unfortunate that, you know, like the Orlando nightclub shooting, like you don't, you, it's, it's unfortunate that you can't feel safe to go anywhere and be out and be proud or even just wear a rainbow. Maybe you're a straight ally. Like that's fucking scary. So that's disgusting behavior. And I'm so, so sorry for the nine kids. I have to live without a mom now and glad the guy died. But I also, I'm like, man, he deserves something way worse. So. Yeah. I mean, people like that are ready to die. And like you said, it, it, you're right. There's, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's no going backwards. Right. With, with uh, human rights, with LGBTQ rights, there's there, we can't live in fucking fear, and it's you know, and you you think in California, LA, it's easy to be like, hey, uh, I'm an ally. Uh, we support mm-hmm. LGBTQ rights. We have you know, we're we're a, we're an inclusive show. We're an inclusive production company, even you know, and so that shouldn't be something controversial. But when when rhetoric gets put out there that is so fucking hateful, and it 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 speaks to like the lowest common denominator and mental. And the mental aptitude of some of these people is so easy to, to, you know, some of these people, it's so easy for them to believe these things. And, and, and I was trying to find some of the quotes, some of the posts that they were putting, but basically it's somebody that's reposting a lot of Trump stuff. That's reposting a lot of right wing Mm -hmm. memes. That's basically saying, when are we going to stop? You know, basically the only way this uh, grooming stuff stops is if we take action and, and shit like that. And unfortunately, there's going to be people that are going to act on these things. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a fucking sad thing yeah. um, that, that this happened. Yes. Like you're you're causing, you know, you have all these people who are feeling victimized and feeling attacked. And it's like it's so weird because I feel like a lot of those like, you know, radical right wing people tend to just like, I don't know, it's almost like they have no real cause they just like whine about shit that like doesn't really truly matter i have a friend that went down the transphobia rabbit hole um and man it's really it's i you know it, i just can't i can't i couldn't maintain the friendship because it's one of those things of like it just every time i spoke to this person I thought you meant it was they, anger. Did research. they actually went into it no they went into it and every time we would get like dinner or anything it would just be like hate speak and hate speak and hate speak. And the thing about the right wing is for some reason they see their left as like snowflakes and yet they're the ones that have no solution, but they just constantly are whining and whining and whining. And it's very difficult when you're not in that bubble. 
I know, I know, girl, right? When you're not in that bubble, it's really hard because like, they're just like, it's just, you know, it's just a continuation of like hate speak and hate speak and they get more mad and they amp each other up and then they start talking about civil war. (laughs) And this is what it leads to, you know? It leads to the insurrection. It leads to shit like that. And I don't know, it's scary. It's scary because these people are actually, you know, believing it. It's, I don't know. Yeah, these are some of the posts that he had put up. And, you know, it's like, hey, what do you do with the LGBTQ flag? Um, and he also was anti-Semitic. Surprise, surprise. Um, and, you know, talking about inside job, Pearl Harbor, American left, American right, blah, blah, blah. There's there's a there's a lot of stuff that that this guy was doing that was just incredibly, you know, hateful. And um, so RIP uh, to the nice lady that was an ally. And may you uh, rest in piss to this piece of shit that uh, that did what he did. Yeah. Fuck hatred. Fuck hatred. All right. Um, <laughs> thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. I know we had we had to talk about it. It was kind of like the one thing that I was like, yeah, this is kind of something that happened. No, it was good. We do have to, you know, shine light at the unfortunate conclusion to what is all this like, you know, hateful rhetoric that is spread around. So, yeah, you know, and the world we live in, guys. And it's I would say it's 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 hard to be I would say it's hard to be an ally, but it's not, you know, you got to be. Is it is it is it more difficult to be an ally because something like this happens? Uh, no, I think that it just it should basically just reinforce the reason that you want to be an ally is because even though you don't share that experience with somebody from a marginalized group, you have to look at yourself and what marginalized group you're a part of and realize that it only works if we all help each other out and, mm-hmm. and just have sort of sympathy uh, and empathy for the for the plight of other people. Even if you don't feel the same way they do, you still have to be able to. Um, try to put yourself in another person's shoes and 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 be empathetic and and be an ally. So fuck all transphobes, fuck all homophobes, fuck all fascists, fuck you all. And yeah. you know, and and if you and if you went down that rabbit hole and if you support bullshit like that or if you post those types of memes, then you are a literal piece of shit. And I only reserve that for the worst of the worst because in California. Somebody calls you a piece of shit. It's go time. I don't let anybody call me a piece of shit because if you're a piece of shit, that means you're either a PDF file or a piece of shit or somebody that does stuff like this. So mm-hmm. fuck you. I don't want to be friends with you. I don't want you to listen to my shows. I don't want to be in your life. So fuck off and die. <laughs> Boom. Mic drop. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my mic is expensive. I would never drop it. Uh, no, I love my microphone. All right. Uh, let's see if I have something a little bit better here. All right. Okay. Let's do a palate cleanser here. Uh, uh, damn, I had an article for Rosa. I'm just going to keep pushing. Oh man. Well, hopefully, hopefully next show. Yeah. We'll save that. We'll do blue beetle spoilers and, uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, let me see what else we have here. Okay. This was a cool one. Do you watch fruit? Have you ever watched Futurama? I've watched it, I mean, casually, a few episodes here and there, yeah. Okay, so this was a, this is an AI recreation recreation of Futurama as a dark 80s movie. Whoa! Pretty interesting, right? I love that. 
I'm, is this Zach or is this Fry? I don't know. This is Layla. Though, Layla that's definitely Layla, of course. Look at the one. And, and then we have Professor and Bender, Bender here. Bender. I was wondering what Bender was going to look like. Yeah, Bender. And then we have uh, uh, the. This is a crab guy. Right, right, right. Okay. And um, this one is hilarious. And then the little, the little thing that it that she has, the little pet thing. Oh my god. Uh, this is uh, the alien. I think this is Zach uh, Brannigan, whatever the guy's name. These are the robots. I love this murder robot, hiddenism bot, and oh, uh, nice. the murder robot. Uh, That's and, awesome. Uh, um, so this is, yeah, this is a little bit of a palate cleanser in terms that is of. so 80s. Oh, my God. Uh, 80s, 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 80s. AI did a good job with that one. That was pretty cool. Hey, listen, 80s is doing, AI is doing some stuff, you know? Uh, some good stuff, some bad stuff, but hey. Uh, you know, uh, I, for one, welcome our new robot overlords. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, in other women's news. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, how do you feel about this? Women's soccer teams ditch white shorts at the World Cup. Here's why that matters. Oh. Periods? I'm sorry. Is that what it is? Is that what it is? Did I get it? Listen, I don't. I didn't. Re I didn't realize that this was such a big thing in women's sports. But for a long time, Wimbledon only allowed white shorts and white clothing. And in the World Cup, a lot of the kits, a lot of the kits, because of tradition and because they're uppity. So, that sounds racist. It's not even a good color to have. There's grass. You're gonna stain it, you weirdos. For listen, in the 90s, Andre Agassi had like a t-shirt with like some black stripes on stuff, and they wouldn't let him play at Wimbledon. Like it was it's always been a thing. And now Serena and all the other athletes, they started wearing black and other colors and stuff like that. So um, but I didn't realize oh, fuck off. As my uh uh I don't know if it's my misogyny or whatever that was preventing it from it. Uh, but I didn't realize that it was such a big deal because a lot of the soccer teams they have kits, they have home kits, away kits, and a lot of it's white. Um, and basically a lot of the teams went away from the white shorts for obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Wimbledon sort of relaxed the 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 things on like undershorts and stuff like that for people to wear. So mm. how is this still a thing in 2023 that it's like that this is such, it's, it seems like such a small thing, but it's yeah. being billed as like such a major step forward in women's sports. That's crazy, man. I hadn't even thought about it, honestly. And now that I am, it's just also, also men, like y'all don't have periods, but you know, you got chorro one day. Like, think about it. These things matter. <laughs> White is not the color for anything. <laughs> what? All Look drip. at the society had we lived in before. All drips matter. <laughs> Why? No, no, no. Why? Absolutely not. No. Mm -mm. I, I mean, I think that's cool, though, that I think, um, I don't know, progress. It's, you know, good. I'd never, I really had never thought about it. And now I'm just like, wow, yeah, periods, chorro. Makes sense. <laughs> no, it, 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 it actually, it absolutely makes sense. It absolutely yeah. makes sense. Uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? What's your angle? What was your first thought when you heard this? Because I'm sorry, my went to chorro, but what, what was your first thought? No, my, my first thought was like, like, I was trying to figure out why I was, why it, it seemed like the most basic thing in the world. And I was like, why would they make women wear white shorts? You know, mm -hmm. it just, it's like, 
they have to time everything perfectly for the World Cup. I mean, I know yeah. if you get, I know if you get a bro- bunch of broads together, their periods sync up. So maybe no, a bunch of broads. <laughs> you get a bunch broads of broads the same period, right? Is that a real thing? Like you know, the whole thing about scientifically, the, like, no. I think statistics, like actually, like they've tested it and it's like not accurate. But but science has also not said a definitive no yet. And you know what? I, I believe it. I don't know. It just happens. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know if it's the placebo effect. I don't know what it is, but it's happened. And then it's also not happened. It depends. I don't know. Has that happened to you personally? Like, like, like school or anything like that or family or friends? group? Mm, I believe. Talk about it. I believe with friends group. And then with my sister when I was younger. So fun. Yeah. So we no, Yeah. We talk about it constantly. Fun fact, though. Because of birth control, I have not had my period in a very long time. Really? Mm-hmm. It does so that. Your body's just like reabsorbing all of that and just using no, it? No, I thought that. I asked. I was like, doctor, does that mean I have more eggs? Am I like, you know? And right. she was like, no, no, no. You still are dropping an egg a month. You're there's, It's just dying. And there's no blood. And I was and like, it just, oh. it just dissolves. Into it nothing. just dissolves. It just goes, well, I'm melting. Um, and my walls, you know, why, wall, Sophia, why? why? Yeah, it's just, it's just the IUD just, yeah, you know, just kills it. But anyway, long story short, I forgot what a period felt like. What? Hey, thanks for stopping by. <laughs> Love City Heights, me, Hinton Movie Night. Yes, we're talking about periods. Yes. <laughs> and Blue Beetle now. I'm excited. All right, so we are going. This is good. this is getting to be a big group. I'm excited. I'm excited for Tuesday. Yes, absolutely. Oh yeah. Uh, we I was gonna give away uh five tickets and we have four entries. So right now everybody's getting a ticket. <laughs> no more. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but right. if one more person enters, then it's a competition. All right. So Love City Heights, uh, you're getting a free ticket to come watch Blue Beetle with us. Mello, you got a free ticket to come watch Blue Beetle with us. Karina, you have a free ticket to watch your Blue Beetle with us. Malcolm Johns, you have a free ticket to watch Blue Beetle with us. And uh, La Popos Picoso, um, hit us up. Mi Gente Show at gmail.com, right? Mi Gente Show at gmail.com. And uh, wherever you are, if you're not in San Diego, we will cover your cost to go watch Blue Beetle next week. Yeah. So just let us know. And I'm covering up uh, I'm covering uh, up to 10 people to come watch Blue Beetle with us on Tuesday or to watch it wherever you guys want to to support this movie. We also had Rosa on. If you guys are coming in late, watch the earlier part of the show on the VOD. Uh, we talked about her review of Blue Beetle, why we should be excited about watching it. Also mm-hmm. about This Fool Season 2. If you haven't streamed This Fool on Hulu, please go watch it. It's a very cool show. Uh, and uh, we're also talked a little bit about. Oh, okay. Here's this is for you, Sophia. In case you wanted to change this, there is a way to change back to the old Twitter app icon on iOS. So basically, what uh, what 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 iPhone lets you do, I'll put this in the comments in case anybody wants to do it. Is basically uh, as long as you 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 have the Twitter icon, so mm-hmm. you just go to your shortcuts in the iPhone, and you can just literally change it so that the X icon goes back to the old Twitter icon. Nothing else changes, but it's still you still have the icon on your phone. So I'm gonna but try when it you, out. But when you open it, when you open it, you're going to listen. X. It's it's still Twitter. Yeah. It's no matter what they do to it, it's still Twitter until it until it dies all the way. And it's been slowly dying for the last year. 
but it's still Twitter. It's still there. I still, it's still there. I still talk to people on there. There's still, there's still community. There's still stuff happening on there. That's like, right. yeah, it's still a little bit difficult to use and stuff like that, but it's whatever. Um, so yeah, why it matters that white shorts are not happening anymore. That's a good thing. Um, <laughs> progress, progress. Progress. All right. Uh, last story that we have, and then we'll do, we'll see if we have any nomes here. Um, mm-hmm. A wealthy dentist sentenced to life in prison for killing wife during African safari. Whoa. Crazy white people at work. Whoa. Did wealthy, he feed it for like a lion or something? A wealthy Pennsylvania dentist was sentenced to life behind bars and to fork over millions of dollars for killing his wife during an African safari in 2016 and then cashing in on her death. Convicted <laughs> killer Larry Rudolph will hit with a jarring sentence in Denver federal courthouse after being convicted last year of fatally shooting his wife at 34 years in the heart on the morning of in the heart on their last morning in Zambia, where the couple went hunting. Listen, they were hunt. They were hunters. So, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a pain in the ass for me if they had both died. You know yeah, what I mean? That would have like, been, that would have been great. No big loss there. Yeah. Um, but Rudolph killed his wife in cold blood as a part of a plan to receive life insurance payments and begin a new life with his longtime mistress, Lori. Uh, even nice. Judas would be afraid to be in your company, blah, blah, blah. Uh, prosecutors said Rudolph took the shotgun using the heartless crime and placed it back in its soft case to make it appear that his wife shot herself by accident while packing. Uh, smart. Nice. Yeah, listen, man. Well, not smart enough, but listen, if you take pictures, yeah. pictures of yourself with fucking defenseless animals... Like I, I immediately lose all respect for you and think. Oh, I know. Yeah, I hate like that. That that gives me like the worst impression in a person. Yeah. If you kill an animal, so that you know, like no, no. You also, it's not a fair fight. Like if you want to feel proud, if you want to feel like you have a huge dick, um, kill it with your bare hands. Yeah, like, like you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, that's such chicken shit. Like even a fish. Like I'm just like, dude, you're using tools. Like jump in the water choke it and then maybe i'll be a little more impressed but like it is so savage it's disgusting it's so stupid it says a lot about your tiny tiny ego so anyway yeah i feel like that in pedophiles i just immediately lose all respect yeah yeah fuck all those pieces i hate hunters i hate you know it's like Mm. anyway Mm. Mm. are you friends with any hunters um that you know of I know, I mean, like I've I've been in different areas and, and listen, okay, so there is certain areas where they have hunting seasons and you do there are certain populations of animals that need to be culled because if not they overrun an area and it's not good for them because they just keep on fucking and and you know what I'm saying? Like there is something to that, I believe. I'm sure that there's a way you could I mean Listen, can you teach deer how to use condoms? Probably not. You know, can you put something in their diet that makes them sterile? Maybe. I don't know. Can you teach teach a bunny to pull out? Probably not. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's probably. Yeah. But like, for example, I mean, I didn't ask if it was ethical to murder animals. I feel like also if you're, you know, if if you live somewhere where you're murdering it to eat. Also, you know, I'm not a vegetarian. I can't really speak on that. So I think for me, it's the egotistical action of hunting them and then taking a picture on their with their yeah. dead bodies making where i'm like making a shrine it. yeah like what do you get yeah. out of it 
And especially it's getting disgusting. off on like there was somebody that that recently where they like they they were hunting a rare white rhino or a way a, a white buffalo oh. that's like sacred to Native American people and stuff like oh that. And my it's gosh. just like yeah. that kind of stuff is just fucking bonkers. Like I think yeah, it doesn't make I, any sense. It's like really the humanist in us. I feel like I feel like I just if you have like no respect for any life, even plants, like it hurts me. Like I yelled at honey when she killed a plant. <laughs> I just don't like it. I'm like, have a little more respect. I don't know. It's disgusting behavior. Anyway, anyway, this white lady died, and um, I can't say I'm sad. But continue yeah. reading, please. Tell no, me how this ends. That, that was it. Basically, he got life, and they said they they figured it out. Um, look, uh, I'll hunt. Like I said, there's this some like a great uh, look, story to me. This is a happy ending. If you go out into Alaska or you go into the wilderness and you go shoot a deer in an area where there's too many deers or too many viral, uh, you know, feral hogs. Yeah. Oh, hey, thank you, Pinard. Hey, what's up, Pinard? Okay, Pi- Pinard. See, right here. This is oh, Pinard. there it is. There's, there's, oh, my, there's, cool. there's my Pinard. That's uh, really cool. Uh, hashtag Mi Gente Movie Night. Thanks for stopping oh, by, man. See you Tuesday. If you, um, if you absolutely, um, if, and if you go out there with like a bow and arrow and you eat the meat and you do the thing and, and your stuff like that, then yes, I'm not going to fucking be super mad at you for doing that. But like I said, if you go out and you, and it's, you go for trophies and, and, and you go to yeah. a, a reserve or you go to a place where they don't have a place to escape and you're literally shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. There's just, it's just, it's unethical and you're just prideful and you're taking a picture and you're proud of killing something beautiful. And I think that's just fucking insane. You know, she's a 10, but you walk into, she has a whole room with a shrine of like, you know, severed heads, murdered animals, <laughs> hunting pictures. I'm good. I'm good. Right. Right. Immediately yeah. walks out. Yeah. That's what I'm, I I'm, do. I'm good on that. Listen, listen. Yeah. Like you're saying, if I know the armus was a hunter, I'd be like, sorry, Anna. Wow. That's huge. That's pretty huge for you. It smash once though, but after that, oh, of course, it would be a more less. Like if if we walked in there for dinner and I was like, she's like, oh yes, uh, Luis, I am a huntress actually, and I'd be like, oh great, excellent, and then in the morning I'd be like, you know what, I thought about it, I'm out. <laughs> Still counts. Somehow I don't believe you, but okay. Well, <laughs> we'll you, know, you, you think I would? You think I'd put up with it? Probably, friend of that of us, probably. All right, all right, let's see. All right, let's give away some tickets. All right, let's see. We got five entries. Who was going to win a ticket? It's going to be Karina, isn't it? Oh, it's Mellow! Mellow wins. Mellow wins. All right, since we had, since everybody's getting one ticket, we'll we'll put Mellow as winning two tickets. How about two that? tickets. Thank you. There you go. That, that, since we had a drawing, but I have I had enough tickets for everybody. Mellow, you get a pair of tickets. Everybody else, you get a single ticket. Uh, hit me up. We're gonna go next Tuesday, Chula mm-hmm. Vista. I'll figure out the exact time of the showing. I'm gonna buy the tickets on my AMC app, so we'll all meet in Chula Vista um, at the Chula Vista Mall the nice fancy theater with the nice comfortable seats mm-hmm. and we'll all sit together. We'll watch blue beetle have fun. Everybody that, that joined can come up with, can come hang out with us. It'll be great to see everybody. I'm excited. Uh, and and mellow, you can bring a guest because you won. All right. We'll do so. We'll do, I think we have one no namas way and then uh, mm-hmm. we'll get out of everybody else's way. Mm-hmm. Cause uh, I'm that trying rhymed. to keep, keep Sophia happy. 
Now it's time for No Names Way. No Names Way. No Names. Because I sleepy. Because I sleepy. Because you got a job and you're a working girl now. I know my body's not used to it. Uh, this one comes to us from Just Wondering, and their question is Is it appropriate? <laughs> Did you read it? Did you bet it? Um <laughs> Do you got? Do you guys have? Do, do, e, do either of you guys have a current crush that doesn't know it? Oh, see, people be digging. People be digging. People be trying to get information from us. Do you? Do you have a crush on someone? I know that Armas, I guess. Well, kidding. she she knows it. I've been public about she knows that. It. Uh, do I have to go first? Yes, Sophia. absolutely. Let me drink my water. <laughs> Mm. Wait, the question is that they don't know it? Uh, yeah, I guess a crush on somebody that doesn't know it. Mm. If you already are talking and, and flirting with somebody, that doesn't count, I would say. Okay. Yes. Excluding celebrities, right? Excluding celebrities. I think this is more realistic crush, right? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I think I always have a crush. I do have a current crush. Somebody who, like, when I see something, I'm like, damn, you know, they're... Mm -hmm they're incredibly attractive and i'm just like damn but Ooh, uh but i but, that be? you know we're still going after this right you're gonna tell <laughs> that's, that's for the that's for the if you want the bonus show go to our patreon page no. uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll unleash no. everything all the unleash everything lucky day mellow yeah carlos you can you can come be a cheese man so cheese man all day karina what about you karina Carlos, do you have a crush that you Car that they Carlos, don't know? You, Carlos, we got a ticket for you as well if you want to come. I like your picture, Carlos. You're looking at a window. It looks like from an airplane almost. That's mm, good. Or a submarine. Submarine. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. So my, the answer to that question, just curious, is yes. Uh, dry spell, Karina. Well, maybe you'll meet somebody at the movie theater. Maybe a nice actor. <laughs> we'll hook you up. We'll hook you up with somebody. We'll somebody. We'll, somebody. We'll, 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 we'll got to make. We'll go. That's your two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not uh, SeaWorld. Okay, that makes sense. Um, oh, very cool. Very cool. So, yeah, I guess the answer to that question is yes, I do have a current crush or somebody that I think is uber cute that, uh, you know, that, you know, haven't, sh haven't shot, haven't shot my shot yet. But you know, okay. we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll we'll we're working on. We're working towards that. I'm, I'm a guess. But I'm, I'm a I will say that the, they have been reacting to some some of my stuff, and and, and you know, there's it's, there's been a there's been a little bit more interaction. It's been a little thing. You're saying there's a chance. They're, they're, they've you're been saying there. there's a chance. They they're say there might be. Hey. <laughs> um, nice. Milo Milo has a crush on somebody. Milo has a crush on. Um, Milo has a crush on somebody. You're chunkless. Oh, anyway, all right. Well, he went silent. <laughs> Yelling at Milo. I know, I know. I had to do that with Honey earlier. She's asleep now. It's good. Yeah, I'm trying to think really deeply. I think my answer is no. Is that terrible? <laughs> it's either a no or like a yes, just because I crush on like anyone that's attractive for like five seconds and then the crush goes away. Really? Um, yeah, especially right now at my job, I'm meeting international people constantly around my age and they're all very cute and attractive and from other places. So I'm always like, oh, you're cute. I have a crush on you. <laughs> you're cute. You know? Um, 
but no, like a serious crush, like, oh my gosh, I like him yeah. so much. I'm gonna send them a note. Um, no, probably not. Probably not. There was a time when I lived in New York and I would just be out and about in the village and walking around and stuff like that back in the day where you just like fall in love every day. You'd see somebody like, God damn, how, yeah. are, they, how are they so fucking attractive? Like, yeah, hey, yeah. <laughs> I, I fall in love 10 times a day. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. We, I did ask that at my job about everyone because, you know, there's a lot of new hires and they're just like, so what are the fraternizing rules with the students and the, and, the, and no, literally, the, literally all of the employees were like, yeah, you can totally do it as long as like they're of age, obviously. And like, you know, just don't not and don't make it super obvious. And they were like, no carpooling. But, you know, if y'all if y'all go watch a movie together, nobody's going to say shit. We were like, oh. Damn. Hmm. Very progressive workplace. Eddie says she's either totally love her to no one. Okay. Yeah. See. You always wow, two extremes. All right. All right. I'm always in the middle. (laughs) Karina's a romantic. She is a romantic, yeah. Yeah. I'm like Uh, rarely actually in love. I'm just like, you know, the idea. I'm just in love with love with everyone if they're hot I'm just there's rules that jobs about that <laughs> well yeah listen my Spoken last like job a man that gets sent to <laughs> hr all the time i know right my last job was i was a clinician so the the rules there were like stiff freaking like you know and in this one it's like everyone's of age they're traveling you know like there's no direct connection the teacher student yeah, dynamic yeah. is like a frowned upon but everyone else is like your staff and you're just like in an office and you see plus if your job is to go out and have if your job is to go have fun with these people especially that you know well i feel like that's a little le- more frowned upon probably mm. but like you know if like someone from like the back office is also dating you know a 30 year old italian dude who's here for three weeks like i don't think anyone's gonna care yeah. you know like you guys can yeah. add each other on instagram be friends visit each other you're matter. here for a good time not for a long time exactly yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Look, I'm, I've said this before. I'm I, when I when I when I was in the corporate world and I I ran a, uh, a I was a boss at an office building for a while. I had a big see that's big, hard though. I had a it's big the pond. power dynamic. I had a big pond to 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 swim around as a big shark, but that was pre that was like pre me too pre this whole discussion about power. No, dynamic. see, it's the power dynamic thing. I'm like this. I feel like the student but teacher. This is literally is no. like 15 years ago, though, right? This is like so. I think yeah. that 10 years back is when that's sort of becoming more when HR departments popped up in all kinds of companies, when mm-hmm. it started being frowned upon. So like I said, that part of my life was 15 years ago and it was like yeah. 10 years that I was, that I was in those areas. And I had a lot of relationships in the, in those areas that were workplace and that there was different sort of dynamics mm-hmm. and stuff up and down. Uh, so I'm glad that for the last 10 plus years, I've been working on my own at my desk and stuff like that. And and I don't have to worry about that anymore in terms of the corporate world and stuff like that. It's, it's gotta be like Carlos says, it's a very weird gray area. You do. You don't, you don't shit where you eat. You gotta be careful. Yeah. That's usually my rule of thumb, you know? Yeah. Yeah, As far as crushes, I crush on all the students all the time. I mean, they're great. Yeah, I'm, and I, I, I'm glad that I did all my dirt and stuff in the pre-cell phone <laughs> video area era and in the pre-HR Me Too cancel culture area. So, <laughs> whoo! No, that's very creepy to say. Don't say that. 
I mean, it's true. What are you going to do? So I mean, some, I mean I, I'm going to win an Oscar one day and somebody will come out of the woodwork like, oh, my God, I worked. Dude. I mean, what are you going to do? Lou, don't say that. Jesus. I didn't don't. do anything wrong, but th- I'm talking about you're, you're talk- insinuating. I'm j- the only thing I'm saying is that I when you were in 15 years ago, if you worked in an office building and you had 300 people there, that's where you were going to meet somebody to date. That's where you were going to meet somebody today. You weren't, you know what I mean? Like yeah, most yeah, people, yeah. Proximity, proximity. Relationships too. start in either high school, college, or at your job. You know, those are, those are where most relationships that people meet each other at work in the fifties, you would marry your secretary. Like, you know what I mean? We're literally talking about 15 years ago. The last time I worked in an office. Bill. Yeah. Not going to lie. The, the whole, I, you know, sometimes I feel like, in the society we forget that like or church there you go <laughs> um that dating apps are like freaking new because now i feel like that's yeah. the first way people meet yeah. um and that was non-existent no it wasn't i mean there was like match.com and stuff and but it yeah, was like, also like highly frowned upon and like yeah. kind of unacceptable yeah yeah, now it's like everyone's like, I'm talking to five people on hand. Yeah. Like what yeah, I mean, which which one is dirtier? Yeah. You know, meeting somebody at the water cooler and be like, hey, what are you doing after work? Or like I can tell you which one is messier. <laughs> oh, which one? Work, work relationship? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dating apps suck. I don't know. Don't shit where you eat. I'm just saying. Free cell phone yeah. area sounds like my honeymoon. Yeah. <laughs> Tell dope. Listen, that's like I said, there was a it was a different time back then. Yeah. And I'm and I am old and I have battle scars from that area. So <laughs> so yeah, to answer your question, just curious, Sophia does not have a crush on anybody. No. I do. Uh and then uh, let me see what you're gonna say. Those uh work relationships due to proximity are why I'm scared to get married. Yes. Oh, yes. so uh, you one of those uh, jealous. Oh wait! But no, the- wait! It's just scary. What do you mean? I see that. I totally see that. Look, the work husband, the work wife is a thing. Is a thing. Yes, that is definitely a thing that happens because you work with somebody on a day to day basis, and you end up having work moms, work dads, work wives, work husbands, mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. We'll get you a rich guy, Karina. That doesn't have to work. I mean, Malcolm makes a good point. Maturity of the two people makes a difference. I, I agree, but I also think, and this is a really great topic, actually, because I also think that, like, some jobs are, like, high exposure, low exposure. I think that some people are human. They're going to fuck up. But even if you're in a low exposure setting, if someone really wants to have an affair and is going to cheat, they're just going to cheat, right? Whether it's at a workplace or, or elsewhere, you know, grocery. And like, you can't just be, you know, kind of like hoping that they don't, you know, like you got to trust your partner at that point. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But I do understand that though, because I literally went from a very low exposure job to a super high exposure job. By that, I mean, I work in a place where there are consenting adults that I could, and I meet new people every day. Before I was working with the same people Day after day. Hard, hard lines day after day. And so it was a very low, like, it, you know, if I had a partner, they wouldn't be jealous. Like they'd, they'd fully be, you know, in the know. But right mm. now there's a bunch of randoms and it's, a, I work in a very a language school. So thousands of students that are all above age. Um, 
it's hard. I don't know. I, I think I agree with Karina, but I also want to believe that, you know, you have to trust your partner as well. Yeah, I've been a I've been a work husband. I remember because I remember right when I worked in a I, we I managed a call center with three or four hundred people, mm-hmm. and a lot of the people that would go to work there were like military wives that needed like a little side job, you know. And so a lot of them were just, you know, women. You know, their husband is deployed. They're coming to work. They're just they need somebody to connect with. They make friends with people. They have lunch with them. And next thing you know, you get into that really gray area where it's like an emotional cheating. Versus, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Somebody that, that, you're, that you're looking forward to seeing them in the morning every day. And all of a sudden yeah. you're you're the work husband and you have lunch with them every day. And then all of a sudden, it, it, you know that if the real husband was seeing what was happening, they would be pissed. Mm-hmm. But you have this security of being at work and, oh, we're just work friends and stuff like that. And sometimes that leads to entanglements. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? So I've been on that. And then sometimes, you know you work next to somebody or like you said, there is a power dynamic where you're a boss and they're working and you get pursued, you know, like, mm. uh, like, like you like, cause even if it's a small situation, you get in that mentality of like, Ooh, this guy's the boss and you know, he's not bad looking. And all of a sudden you're putting yourself in a, pos- in a position where you're like, uh, you know what I mean? It's yeah. a big fish, small pond type situation. Exactly. Yeah. I've been on well, both sides. And like I said, I'm glad that it happened 15 years ago where it wasn't as big of a deal as what you have to deal with now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, also, this is something that like w- what we're talking about right now, we're, we're on something different, which is committed relationships and workplace entanglements. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that's always been that's always been a thing. Um, I have set crushes in my industry, but if I'm in a committed relation to doing this, not to be around said person, much, especially alone. And that would make you a really good, honest, committed partner because, you know, you would hope that your partner would be able to do the same thing and have self-control. And like, even if they do have crushes, because inevitably you're spending eight hours a day or so or more, um, with these people, you would hope that they would be loyal enough to do what you just said, Karina. Unfortunately, not everyone is so. And that's where, to her point, she is correct. And it's a scary world. <laughs> Listen, it's a scary world. But I'm just going to say 99% of us would not be here if it wasn't for people getting super drunk and fucking, uh, meeting people at their job and being in a relationship with power dynamics yeah. and uh, a lot of other shit that we frown upon Dude. a lot this day. Dude, right. so a lot, I, of, I, a lot of you guys wouldn't be here if your grandfather hadn't kidnapped your 14 year old grandma and like taken her away somewhere. Dude, when and I where she eventually found fell in love with I him. mean, that's dark. You don't have to go. There. I'm just saying that, like, there's we if obviously you can go back to the history of human beings and be like, but yeah. you're also helping her point. It's a fucking scary world out there today. It's a fucking scary world, dude. I, I don't, I wouldn't even know how to like download. I, Yes, I would know. I'm not that big of a boomer. Like I, I, for me, it just feels so like, and every time that I've been on dating apps, it's either been, I moved too slow. It's, it's, I've been surprised that I'm the one that moving too slow. Cause I've been on dating apps back in the day and I'll be like, Hey, what's going on? What are you into? Blah, blah. And then the chick is like, uh, when do you want to meet up? And <laughs> and I've just been like, uh, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and it's always surprised me that like, I'm just very traditional and it's like, 
I like to meet somebody, vibe with them, and just sort of and just sort of get to the point where it's like very evident that it's a thing. You know, I don't I don't necessarily like to push that into that. Like, I've never been like that way. It's always been like, hey, listen, I guess uh, all these things and these moments we've been sharing are leading up to this thing where it's like pretty evident that we should do something about it. And so for me, it's like I don't I don't I don't get that. It's super hard right now for me to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to make a conscious decision of go on this app and start swiping until I find somebody that I connect with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's annoying. It gets tedious. It gets annoying, and then it feels like a chore. And if it's a chore, then I don't want to do it no more. <laughs> yeah, it's just anything. I'd rather. Yeah, just yeah, kind Karina, of, I got you. I got you. So for me, it's like I would rather just do participate in life, do the things that I like to do. You know, obviously, it'd be hard for me to date an actress because of my I'm a director, but I can date an editor, oh. right? Or I yeah. can date a writer. I can, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Or if it's like an actress writer, I can date the writer, but not the actress, right? <laughs> oh my god, my Chihuahua just bit my big dog. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Sorry, power continue. dynamic. No, what I'm saying. Power dynamic. Look, power um, dynamics are funny. You just got to be careful. Just be, like you said, be like Malcolm said, be mature. Uh, be mature. Date people you trust. Be you know, aware. That's, all, that's be, all you can do, and even then, they could change. Be aware of the power dynamic, right? And realize when you're the one that has the power, right? You cheat. You keep going back to that topic. We moved on and we're talking about workplace relationships and cheating. How are, we, how are we not talking about power dynamics if it's workplace? It's it's all about that. Workplace and cheating is the same thing. No, I know. I was just answering Karina's question, like, and then that, you know that led to more so. Yeah, honey. More so the whole cheating and the being nervous to date again. You know what I mean? Because they could cheat in the workplace. Oh, what do you think about? Sure. Okay. Yeah. No. All right. right. Well, that's all the time that we have for today, guys. I appreciate everybody that tuned in. Uh, Thank you for the great participation with the audience today. We love you all. We'll see you guys on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Reach out to me directly. I will buy tickets this week. Just confirm that you guys want to come to the to the movie, and I'll buy the tickets. I'll probably end up giving away a couple more seats to people that weren't able to get their comments through because they were coming. They were watching on a different platform. Um, Milo won't be there. Don't worry about it. Make Yay. sure that you guys, uh, thanks for everybody that subscribed today to the channel when you tuned in. Also, uh, check us out on Spotify, Mihenta Show, Apple, Podbean, uh, Samsung, uh, iHeartRadio, Pandora. You can ask Alexa, Alexa, play Mihenta Show, and it'll pop up as well. Um, okay. and um, just search for us, you'll find you'll find us. Uh, and uh, it's about to start playing an episode right now uh, and, and, uh, and it helps us out a lot if you could follow us uh, and give us a rating it helps us out a lot make sure that you're also subscribed I appreciate all of you guys thank you guys for watching commenting all that good stuff um, we'll see you at the movies and those memos in the scene next Tuesday and yeah. uh, we'll be back live the week after that uh, again, thank you awesome. everybody See that you commented. Uh, we love you. Hit me up directly and we'll get you your tickets and we're out. Love you guys. Hasta luego. Vamos, papá, hay que irnos. Me estoy aguantando desde que pusieron el domo. Puedes despegar. Muchas personas trabajaron en esta película y solo quieren que se aprendan sus nombres de memoria. 
yo quiero asegurarme de que ninguno de mal resultó lesionado durante las imágenes de esta película. ¡Listo! ¡Uy, palomitas en el suelo! Parece que Maggie tiene algo que decir. Pero por él, la palabra. 